Shalom, everyone. Good Friday morning to you. It is prep day, uh, Friday, November 11th. Can you believe that? We're already day 11 in November. This year continues to just speed away. I'd like to say good morning to Judy and my husband in the chat and to anyone else that comes in late or sees this at a later date. I pray that this is a blessing to you. And what I would like to talk about today is our season that we're currently in. It is a season of fall, but it's also a season to lean on him. Good morning, Nina. So glad you're here as well. And I just love the, I love the fall. I love the beautiful leaves. Um, and it's a reminder to us that even though we're entering um, that bleak season of weather where the leaves fall off, it gets cold, you can't be outside much. Uh, some days we really don't get to see the sun a whole lot. Um, that there is hope on the horizon. There is spring coming uh, down the road for us and a renewal of life and how wonderful it is. And I know this season with the climate of our world, and I'm not talking about climate change. I'm talking about people's attitudes, uh, people's intentions is pretty bleak right now. Um, there's lots going on, lots of elections, lots of people angry, and it's just going to be a constant for a while. You know, these last three years, I've been going through a process of unlearning many things I was taught in Christianity, as well as my profession of nursing, opening my eyes and digging into the word, searching in the scriptures has brought a level of realization that I have been unable to just be complacent over. I'm not okay just sitting back and going, hmm, that's that's something I didn't know. I'm just going to ignore it. No, this has lit a fire to where I wanted to have this closer relationship with Abba Yahweh. And I was willing to do whatever it took to accomplish that. And through prayer and fasting and meditation, meditating on his word, uh, I realized what steps I, I needed to take. Um, we have had to be willing to walk away from traditions. Uh, we were raised participating in traditions in as well as the church and work situations that did not align with the word of Yahweh. When your eyes are open, you see him everywhere and he shines a light on the darkness of everything that you're participating in. I went into everything thinking is this something Yahweh would want me to participate in and do? Once my eyes were open, that's what I was doing and am doing. I ask him all the time, is this from you or is this from someone or something else that is not you? I want to be totally aligned with the word of Yahweh. And through the course of the last three years, I've witnessed a falling away in those that I believe in and that believe in and worship Yahweh. You see it all around. Many have drawn a line in the sand between themselves and those of faith, those that are walking in, in this narrow path where we're choosing not to do the traditions of man. We're choosing 
to just follow his words, starting in the beginning and, and reading through them repeatedly and putting the Torah in our heart. We, we are deciding, we're making an active decision that we're just going to listen to him. We're just going to follow what those words are. Add nothing to it. Take nothing away, right? There is a great apostasy or falling away. And it is prophesied that this is going to happen during the end times, as well as many other signs that we're all seeing in the heavens, in our earth, in the condition and character of man now. What is the answer in all of these hard times? I think about this often and I reflect on the words in scripture. How can we deal with the overwhelming attacks of being a believer in a world that has forgotten obedience? Not only forgotten, but hates it and hates anyone else who's choosing to be obedient. They will call you all kinds of stuff. They will accuse you of putting yourself under the law of choosing, making things up for yourself without ever realizing these things are in scripture. Good morning, Tammy. We're so glad to see you here. And Asia, good morning. Love to everyone. And thank you for being here. So I suggest in this season that we just fall also, but to fall on Yahusha, fall at his feet, lean on him and worship him. Praise our Abba. Praise him with everything we have and his sacrifice and give all your faith, trust and love to him. Keep his light upon our feet to light our path in the darkness. I pray for discernment for all of us that we recognize the character of our Abba Yahweh in people versus the lies and deceptions of the adversary that puts on a mask of righteousness with a false light of flattery. You don't need that. You don't need someone just telling you all these wonderful things without encouraging you to put on the robes of righteousness that are given to you through the blood sacrifice of Yahusha, right? Do not be deceived by empty words and pay attention to that still small voice of our father. Heed his warnings, heed them and lean on his knowledge, not our own. Sometimes that still small voice can present as just an uneasy feeling in your guts, in your tummy. You may just all of a sudden have a wave of anxiety. This is our body that is in tune with our surroundings and things and people we can't see, entities, things all around us. We wrestle against principalities, right? And they know us by watching us silently from the wings all around us. They know every button that we have and they know your heart. They know if you're a humble, loving servant of Yah and they're going to try to use that to burrow into your very soul to defeat you from within. And, and it happens. I, I promise you. He knows and sees our father. He knows and sees this entire big picture of our life. He sees it from every angle and we can only see what's immediately in front of us. That is why we have to rely on him and that still small voice 
leaning on our Abba does not mean that we are weak. It takes tremendous strength to fight off our own human ego so we can let go and lean on our Father for all that we need in our lives, from our clothes, our food, the roof over our head, but also for our support, our love, our comfort and security. That all has to come from Father Yahweh and Nina is right. We have his Ruach in us to guide us. Amen. And that is exactly it. The Ruach is our helper. And a lot of times, well, all the time, that Ruach is that uneasy feeling you get when confronted with things around you that are not meant for you. And they're not meant to be good to you. Even if they're presenting with this cloak of righteousness, you have got to stay in constant prayer for Yahweh to show you the truth of the situation. The last week we had, we have had to adjust and regroup ourselves due to a situation where we were blindsided. If we did not have our feet firmly planted on the rock of Yahusha, our cornerstone of our foundation, it definitely could have damaged us in a way that could have darkened our path. That is what the adversary wants, is to make you doubt everything about your faith and walk with Messiah. When we make an effort to have a constant relationship with Abba and Yahusha through prayer and conversation, we are less likely to be injured by others in a way that would cause this falling away reaction. As I've said before, try to reflect, not react to these difficult situations. And it's okay to take some time to yourself and just step away from all of it and say, I am here in my place with Yahweh and I'm going to reflect and pray and listen to your words and let the Ruach comfort you and bring love into your spirit again and realize this is all part of the plan. Everything happens and it may not be a lesson for you necessarily. It may be a lesson for the other person. It may be a lesson for everyone. And I think we can always take something away from hardships. There is always something there that y'all was trying to show us, it, even if it's just that you are strong enough to get through things. Sometimes that's it, that he may not be intervening. Like James has discussed, forsaking is not just forsaking. You know, that sounds like I don't love you anymore. What it is, is just not intervening. Just letting a situation play its course so it can, it can, I'm sorry, we've got a spam. Of course we do. Bear with me one quick second. There we go. Good morning, Dan. Good to see you here. And this is what Nina just said. So much of the battlefield is in our mind or heart. The adversary knows this. He is using these against us to bring us down, to make us distracted, to hurt us, to give us doubt. We must stand firm. Absolutely. And they, he can also use people to cause that in you as well, right? And that's what we have seen lately. And they, they can come looking as just about, any shape, form, or fashion, even those that are so innocent that you wouldn't think they could ever hurt you. And that is where discernment comes in. I thought I had it. I prayed for it. Um, but sometimes it there is, 
you've got to listen those tiny still small voice the the tiny nudges inside of you that are just saying hey this isn't what you think yahweh already has our lives completely in his hands and that is true for every single person on this planet and that includes the ones that acknowledge him or not it doesn't matter you don't have to believe in him he made you he already knows you and your everything never forget his sacrifice through giving his only yahid his beloved son to save us all acknowledge his greatness and worthiness to be praised all the day especially in these dark times keep his torah in your heart on your mind in your mouth reflect on his words and praise our salvation that is the word made flesh and that should be what we're doing 24 7. we have to adjust our way of thinking that hard times happen to us to stop us and realize that Yah thinks outside of the box that we try to put him in. Yah is setting up a situation that seems impossible only to provide the miracle to bless us. In the situation in the desert, as Moshe was guiding the Israelites out of Mizraim, they were backed up against the Red Sea as Yah had instructed them to go. He was setting the stage for a miracle for them. He guided them to exactly where he wanted them, right on the edge of the Red Sea, with the water at their backs and Pharaoh and the Mitzrayim bearing down on them. It was only Yah who could have provided a way out. It was only Yah that could make it happen. So many times the same situations are set up for us where we are our backs against the water on one side and the enemy bearing down in front of us so that he can bring us a miracle. He can deliver us out and give us a walk on dry land in the midst of drowning waters of disbelief. Think about that. He already has our path for us. Even if we're backed up against the wall, he has it. And that's what I love. So I wanted to read some verses today that I have reflected on this last week or so. And I love them. My nose always tries to start running when I'm on every Friday, it seems like. <laughs> so in Psalms 46, 1 through 7, Elohim is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear? through the earth be removed and through the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, through the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of Elohim, the holy place of the tabernacles of El Elyon. Elohim is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. Elohim shall help her and that right early. The heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. Yahweh Sabaoth is with us. The Elohai of Yaakov is our refuge. Selah. These are words we can take into ourselves. We can reflect on. We can hear the victory in these words. We know what the victory is. It is Yahweh Sabaoth, and he is always with us. Even when we think we're in our darkest times, we are not. He is always with us. Psalms 46, 8 through 11. Come behold the works of Yahweh, 
what desolations he has made in the earth. He makes wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in sunder. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am Elohim. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Yahweh Sabaoth is with us. The Elohai of Yaakov is our refuge. Selah. Just beautiful. He, Yahweh Sabaoth is with us. Do you read that? I read that and I feel that. And I feel powerful immediately. Even when I'm hurting. Even when I'm confused. So continuing on. Isaiah 26, 2, 3, 4. <clears throat> Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which guards the truth may enter in. You will guard him <clears throat> in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust ye in Yahweh forever. For in Yah Yahweh is everlasting strength. In Yah Yahweh is our everlasting strength. We are strong through him and without him we can do nothing. In 1 Chronicles 16, 10 and 11, glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek Yahweh, seek Yahweh and his strength, seek his face continually. I tell you, I'm always looking for his face. I'm always trying to find his voice in everything. And when I search, I find him. He is always there. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you so much. And, and James has here, Psalms always speaks to your soul, no matter what the storm or season you may be in. Amen. That is so true. And it's where I go as well, Asia. Absolutely. The word, I, I think in any situation, you can always tab through the Bible, just open it wherever you will, and you're going to find scripture that is going to strengthen you for the day. And there's some days when I can't even think straight when that's exactly what I do. I can't think of what where I need to read or where I need to be. So I just let him guide me. I just open it and read. And it always seems to be the words that he wants me to read and reflect on and and put in my heart, you know. He knows where he wants to take you. So I wanted to end with one of my favorite Psalms. And this is one that I reflected on a lot when I was younger. It was probably the first scripture I ever memorized. And it is something that I play in my head when I'm having extreme anxiety. Um, I can just say this in my head. Sometimes I say it out loud, loudly, <laughs> if I feel like I need to cleanse the space I'm in. And so it is, the Lord is my shepherd. Yah is my shepherd. Psalms 23, 1 through 6. Yahweh is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the cycles of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of Yahweh forever. 
And this is exactly what our goal is. This is exactly where our hearts, our Ruach longs to be, is so that we can dwell in the house of Yahweh forever. To me, there is no greater reward anywhere. I don't care about mansions on this earth or having great things. My eyes are focused on the house of Yahweh. And, and even if I'm a doorkeeper in it, that's better than being a king or president on this earth. So I cannot wait. And today is our hundredth episode of Mercy Poured Forth. We really hope and pray that you've enjoyed Mercy Poured Forth. It is one of the main things uh, Shell wanted to start for us to be able to bring a daily word of encouragement because we live in a world that is designed to take away our encouragement, to take away our joy, to tarnish our faith, to put out the light because our light shines in the darkness and illuminates everything, whether they want it illuminated or not. So blessings to you today. And thank you for 100 sharing these 100 episodes with us. And we, we pray that you continue to watch them, that we continue to be a blessing. If you have any suggestions or things you would like to hear about, you can always email us or reach out to us in our Telegram groups. And we do have a website. I'm sure everyone knows about it. Let me see if I can find it real quick. So it is, there we go, www.heartofthetribes.org. You can find a wealth of information there. All of our emails are there where you can reach out to us. We're going to be adding different things right now. We've got uh, one of the cool things we've got up is Shell's room. Um, it's like a essential oil room sense to have. Uh, we're going to be adding her organic face cream recipes and things like that. If you're wanting to go more organic, we're going to be adding those up and you can print them up and have them for yourselves. And uh, also I'm going to be working on ODO flashcards that you will be able to print up as well and cut out and, and glue them. So you'll have the flashcard that you can study and, and help you on your walk. I, I find, I love learning the ODO, the perfect language, the language that Yahweh started with. I love learning Hebrew, but there is just something about the the first language uh, that Yahweh gave to us through Moshe. So that's going to be added there. And I hope that's a blessing to you as well. And uh, later this evening, we will be doing our Let's Talk Torah with Robert and Shell and myself and my husband, James. That'll be at seven o'clock Eastern where we'll be discussing this week's Torah portion. We did record that on Tuesday. It is on the playlist in between the River of the Ravens and also on Heart of the Tribes. So if you would like to listen to that or read it and listen to it and take notes, we would love for your commentary and questions tonight and pray that that is a blessing for you. You will be a blessing to us. So I hope your prep day is wonderful. And I really pray and wish to see you in fellowship with you tonight. And shalom. Hey!